Hello, beautiful, and welcome to the podcast where we're moving the conversation forward about the choices you make in your daily life. I'm your host, Monica Cox, and I'm here right alongside of you, learning, growing, observing, and trying to make better choices consciously and subconsciously. Together, we're going to become better versions of ourselves and have raw, honest, open conversations about the things that truly affect our lives. And maybe, just maybe, finally get to a place where everyone else's BS doesn't trigger us. Well, and I think isolation, you know, I mean, pretty much every spiritual teacher that I've ever listened to, every energetic worker says, you know, go inside, find your answers inside. But I don't know what you're telling yourself. I don't know if you're listening to your ego or your higher self. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I have to trust. I have to trust that you've done the work. I'm, I have to trust that you are healed enough to understand the unhealed part of you we all have if we're if we're incarnating there's an unhealed part of you mm-hmm. you're not one with with source there is an unhealed part of you that is just simply the the truth of it and i have to as the outside whatever have to tr- trust that when i tell you to go do your own research that you're going to find your way to the right one that your emotions that you're going to be and connected enough to your emotions to understand when you're actually doing something out of fear and not and out of ego instead of out of you know altruism for example which you know could you know everything in moderation <laughs> you have extreme altruism you're a bunch of lemmings running off the cliff mm-hmm legit like I mean there's so many different like you guys have never seen like a lemming massacre it's not because some other animal is like trying to like off these lemmings no they're literally like running off a cliff for goddamn reason by themselves on on their own (laughs) the stupidest thing I've ever seen isn't that the human race in and of itself? Like that's the species that you feel like we're much like what you're saying is like, we're running in circles and like, we can look at it from so many different angles, right? You can look at it from like a cellular level. We can look at it from like an epigenetic, like, oh, this is just trauma. This is just genes that have been activated. And this is the collective narrative that we've agreed in. Okay. That's like one scientific perspective. Like another perspective to me is like, I don't understand. This is more of like a quantum reality space, but it's like, why do we always try to find a solution in the problems that were never solved in the first place? Mm -hmm. Like we literally like, I, and I'm I'm not saying like get away with history. No, that's not at all what I'm saying, but it's like, if we're constantly looking backwards, the the solution is not in the back, it's in the forwards. Like, and it's the same thing with an energetic perspective. Like when inventors and creators and people come up with things, it's not because they're looking backwards and they're saying, let me imitate what we've done. It's because they're innovating what we need. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Uh, But if you, if you keep running off patterns individually or as collectives, you can never look forward. Right. I would say most people are running on their past because they know no different. And it's too scary to jump into a new, right? It does take 
that kind of dark night of the soul or the black sheep or, you know, whatever you want to call it to be that person, be the tribute to go, okay, I'll step out. Everyone's wearing black. I'll start wearing white. They'll think I'm absolutely a freak because it's going to get super dirty and I'm going to have to wash it and I'm going to have to carry it. It's going to be a lot more TLC, but I'm willing to do it to show that it's possible and make a change. So, yeah, I mean, coming back to, you know, who, who is there going to be a group that changes things? No, I don't think so. And I don't even think that, you know, there's any kind of pure bloods out there that much anymore right like even if it's you even if you look a certain way if you get your genes tested or your dna tested which i will never do they will never hunt me down <laughs> i'm i'm a rare blood type i won't even give blood i'm like oh hell no shit, shit happens they're coming for me i'll be like hooked up the cyber person um but we're all mutts right like we're all we are all like and that's probably why we're also kind of all over the place and don't know where we need to be is because we're you know we have 14 generations running through our dna i mean jesus no wonder we're all messed up that trauma that's gone through i think this brings up another another good like topic that maybe like is it not exactly the one that we've been talking about but is like a good like offshoot is um are you comfortable with your with your like role like and and we can like expand this to like soul mission or we can like keep it you know very 3d and be like what is your role in society right because like as you guys were saying like you have the innovators but not everybody can be an innovator because if everybody is Mm -hmm. simply like going and looking at the at the you know what is way in the future and like trying to like throw spaghetti at the wall you you're never gonna know when you've already when you're already trying something somebody already tried and it didn't work right so like there needs to be like a record keeper somebody who does actually pay attention to the past and says you know what this is what has been done so by the way like don't waste your time you know doing this like let me tell you these things that have kind of gone on not maybe in total but you know give you enough of of an idea so that you can use that platform to jump out into the abyss we need to have those people that are you know willing to test the thought processes of the ones that are the innovators you know and say you know what i'll step up and try the new vaccine i'll be the one to try the new whatever you know, I'll be the one to test out this new cloth. You know, I'll be the sewer for this new thing. Well, yeah, you know? we need all of it. But I think this is, again, this is the gap. Like, I, I don't know what it is. I like joke all the time with my husband. I'm like, the way that I talk about humans, I'm like, I must be an alien because literally I'm like, yeah, humans, I don't know what you're doing, you know? But when I think about it the, with humans just in general, like, yes, we have all of these roles. We have all of these roles now, but then we made it mean something. We made a role mean that if you are in this role, you're more worthy than the person that's in this role. When in actuality, that interconnection has to exist. And so without your foundational roles being filled, you would have never gotten up to this high and mighty worthiness space that you're in in the first place. Right. We need to give as much credit to the person who's the janitor 
as we do the person that's the principal. Yeah. Like they, it has to be equal. It has to be a, oh my God, thank you so much for cleaning everything because without you, we would be living in filth as well as, oh my gosh, thank you so much for being the one to like be the grand organizer of this whole like thing and making sure that each, you know, space, each role has what they need. Because without that organization, we would be nowhere. We would just have the janitors going, I don't know who's ordering my supplies or the teachers being like, I don't know who's like bringing in the kids every year, you know? Okay. So what's and that the goes with everything. What's the conspiracy theory behind the, uh, the levels, the totem poles, the being the hierarchy, why all of a sudden did we have to have this? I am better because I am here. You are less because you are there. Oh, I think that's just ego. <laughs> I think people just like having things and <laughs> having recognition. I think they like the, the, the dopamine rush. The desire for perceived power. Like that's just what it, to me, it's like the desire to be in charge or in control to be, it, 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 it comes down to ego, of course, because it's like filling that part of you that is very much like there's no way it could be on the same playing field as other people. It has to be better than all of these people, because if it's better then it will survive, right? Like that's, it's gotta be linked in that way, shape or form. But the opposite side of this too, is also like what we're also mentioning and talking about is like a world of everything being equal and everything is great. And da, da, da. that's, that's exactly why so many people hate the leftist group in, in America right now is because they think everybody's going to like the socialist type of way. And that's not what they want. So like, that's, that's where it's like the, I always say it's like, to me, my husband hates when I say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm like, burn it down. Can we just like let it burn down for a minute? Like, I'm okay with burning it down. I'm okay with a little bit of shit hitting the fan and things being whatever and us all looking and going like, why the fuck have we been calling this a chair a chair for so long when it's clearly not a fucking chair? It doesn't work. It only has three goddamn legs. It was supposed to have four. You know what I mean? Like, now I know that that's not really the most conducive way to shift things but also it's like we we we're just spinning our wheels we don't really make a ton of progress like when you look at like from a political perspective it's like you're an entire generation focuses on like one or two things you're telling me in like 30 or 40 years we're gonna get like two big things done who the fuck is in charge but I think I think that the the point that you make of like you know let's you know let's do a grand reset even for like a few minutes right I think that is exactly what some you know ultra conservatives are also saying you know what I mean like I and this is the duality of it but I think to I think the the reason why people are like oh we must have a hierarchy is because they can't see that each thing is needed whereas nature does that very well nature is like no we need everything we need the grass we need the wind we need the sun we need the water we need the trees we need all of these different predators and we need all of these different prey and you know some days the shark will eat the fish and some days the fish will get away but like we it's all needed it's all needed because if we don't have it, then nothing, nothing works. Whereas we're all like, you know, 
everybody needs to be a boss. Well, if everybody's a boss and you can't find the value in being a worker bee, you know, and you all are trying to be the queen bee because somebody told you you should be the queen bee when really you know deep inside of yourself, I'm not a queen bee. What I am is a very hardworking worker bee. And I will work in whatever, you know, passion that I have. I just don't want to own anything. You know, it's like, I feel so, so bad for the, the women out there that are being told, you know what, you should want to have a career. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but all I want is to be a stay at home mom. You know, first, and we see that within like the women within society for, you know, where it was, it's so polarizing. There was a whole generation of women that were like, I just want to be a mom. I'll go to school until I marry somebody. And then once I married somebody, then my true job starts and I'm, I'm now a baby maker. And then we had a, a, right after that, it was a whole group of women that were like, shame on all of you women who decided that all you were going to do was give up on your dreams. And you just decided that you were going to go and get married and have babies. And now we're at this weird place where we have no idea. And we just can't even say it of like, if you want to be a stay at home mom, God bless you. Somebody's got to be. And that is just as awesome and amazing as the person that says, I want to go and be a business owner. Well, yeah. I mean, think about even your own personal life. Like I, my, my friends that watch me online, they're literally like, Kim, I don't know how the fuck you do what you do. There's no way I would be able to show up. There's no way I would be able to take on the amount that you have to take on. Like, I mean, I see that you got big money wins and things are great, but fuck it. Don't care. Don't want any of that. That, that seems like an, a load of pressure. And like, I look at them and I'm like, well, I, the, the little life they're living, I look at like, oh, that, that looks like it's caged into me. And it's no different. Like me being an individual, I don't want children. Right. And like when, when I come across some women, that is like, it's like, I said that I slept with the devil last night and I've now impregnated with his baby. Like, that's how they look at me. Like you're a heathen. Oh my God. What is wrong with you? It's the same difference with the same concept of like, oh, you want to be a stay at home mom. People look at them that way. You want to be a CEO of a company. People look at you at some type of way too. And it's just eventually learning that and I think truthfully, I know that there feels like there was, there's a little bit of a negative energy around all of what we're talking about. I'm trying to like feel into it a little bit better because the truth is, is things are evolving. And as much as we want it to evolve like that, and as much as we're like, look at how much we've changed. I mean, think about your own life, who you were and where you are now. We see things in such a different way. It's like, oh my gosh, we want everybody on board, but we have to remember that we are just a teeny tiny fraction of the the whole of what's mm. going on. There are hundreds of thousands of individuals whose consciousness is raising, who is desiring to sit around and have conversations like this. I mean, I feel like the coaching, the online industry, the self-help, the, um, the e-commerce, if you will, learning from people, self-knowledge, that in and of itself is, a, is an indicator to me that we are headed in a different direction. It's just, we probably are not going to see it occur in our 
our lifetime. The changes that we desire that, but we, we are making progress every single day that we show up every single day that we choose these realities and choose this work and choose to show up and put it on the internet and, and to help people and to serve people. Like we, we are moving it forward, even if it feels like nothing's moving at all. Well, someone's got to live through history, right? It's got to happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think that the energy that Kim is talking about is the fact that it's conversations like these that have been hidden away, not yeah. talked about, left in the dark. That's why it feels dark. Because yeah. right now what is happening is an unearthing. It's a, we we need to stop being ashamed to talk about this. We need to stop being so concerned about these sorts of conversations and us standing up and saying in this group of three women right now, only one of them wanted and worked real hard to get pregnant. The other two couldn't give two shits. Fact, a lot of money. Everything needs to stay exactly how God intended. <laughs> you know, and have that be a, Hey, Oh my God, Monica, thank you for being the one person that wanted to procreate because God knows we need that. Yeah. And it's funny you know? too, because it, you know, my journey actually woke me up to um, being okay with what I wanted, right? I think I moved through a lot of my life thinking that I had to be a certain way, thinking I had to do certain things. Obviously, when you do want children and you deal with fertility issues, you feel less of, right? Of a woman of what you were quote unquote here to do. And so you feel less in your power. Right. And patriarchy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so moving through, you know, I definitely know that I had to go through the, what I had to go through to become who I am today and be here today, because if I didn't, if it was easy for me, I would have absolutely been running the same shit show that, I was raised in, grew up in, my parents grew up in, their parents grew up in, you know, generation, generation, generation. So, um, yeah, I think there, there is, um, you know, living through darkness. And I think Abigail, you said this on a, another episode of like, that's where the light comes through. That's where it breaks through, right? The seed gets planted in the dark, the baby gets, um, you know, grown in a dark womb. And, um, you know, it, it is, I do feel a lot about love and light, you know, that is the ultimate thing, but knowing that that's all there through the darkness as well. And I just feel like as a collective, we're just in a shit show, like right now that we just let it, we let it go for so long. And eventually it's going to come to head. It's not going to be like, oh, I woke up and everything's going to be fine. I think of it as like, a body thing too you can't just let your body go and go and go and go and then the moment you're like oh things aren't right I better fix myself well sometimes it's too late or sometimes you're gonna have to go through a lot more hell if you just didn't see and I feel as a collective that's just what we've done and yeah like I said before someone's got to live through it we're gonna live through history and we already have I mean right like right Exactly. Us, us older millennials and the next generation. I mean, all of us, all of us have just been through a crazy amount of recorded history. Yeah. I mean, life is 
life is a hard thing. No, nobody gets out of it alive. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I, we need, I think we really truly need to get to a place individually, collectively where we're like, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. No matter what it is you want and you can either work for it or you can say, you know what, I'm going to try a couple of things. And if it don't work out, then that's good too. You know, I think, I think we get it in our heads that, you know, if, if something doesn't go our way, then we've somehow failed. And, you know, so, I'll, you know, I think of, about myself in partnership with, with this, like so many people being like, Abigail, if you want to get in partnership, you absolutely can. I'm like, yeah, I know I can. Like, I could go out in the street and be like, uh, you come and I will become whatever it is that you need to, you know, stay in this place for as long as I can possibly keep it. Or I can say, you know what, I, if the world is meant for me to be in really good partnership, I, that I don't have to work too hard at I mean obviously relationships are work all relationships are work I'm not saying I shouldn't just get to lay back and everybody takes care of me but like if I can find somebody that I'm like I know that soul to soul we're supposed to to be partnership in this life then it'll it'll come if I make myself available to it and I can or if that never happens if I get to 75 years old and I still don't have anybody I can choose to look at that as a failure or I can choose to look at it as, you know what, I was meant to do something different and partnership wasn't a part of it, you know, and I get to, ha I have to choose. It's deep acceptance. Like even the darkness that you were talking about, like it's to me, it's like the darkness gets transmuted by loving on it right? By accepting it, by sending it love. It's the same thing here, whatever your lifestyle is, whoever you are, whatever you're doing, it's deep acceptance that your path is your path. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Whatever it looks like, there are going to absolutely be deep ass valleys in it. And they're going to be peak ass mountains too. And accepting that neither is better than the other. It just is. Yeah. Absolutely. I just think that we have grown up in a society that has labeled things so like with a freaking rubber stamp to your forehead. And if we can start removing those labels for ourselves, um, you know, Kim, just like you said earlier, um, you know, your family has felt your energy and they're doing their thing. You know, I can definitely feel you know, the people around me look, even if they're just looking at me, like, that's a little bit different. <laughs> like, that's okay. At least they're seeing different, right? Yeah. And not the same old patterns, not getting that validation. Oh, life's really hard. Oh, I can't do that. Oh, I can't do that. Right. Um, and just living your authentic life slowly. Sometimes it might feel cringy, and unauthentic at first, right? Because it's not new to you or it's so new to you that you don't even realize it. And then all of a sudden, like you say, uh, you look back and you're like, holy shit, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, like, I think that's the, the, the space of it is like, I literally love being an expander. I love expanding people's minds. There's To me, there's nothing better than expanding somebody's 
the potentiality, the possibility for their life and, and who they're here to be. Like, I love being that. And I also love being expanded. I love receiving that expandership in, in anybody, in anybody that I come across, I'm expanded all the time by people. And so it's like, that's the partnership that I want with life. I want to expand it and I want to be expanded by it. And I think like that truly, you know, again, I know it feels like we're not there. We're, we're inching farther away from it. But I think if we were to zoom way out and we were to look back, like this is absolutely going to be marked as the great awakening. Mm -hmm. Like they will learn about this time and it will be the great awakening where we recognize that darkness and shit had to hit the fan for us to transmute it, to see it, to love it and to create a new way. Where do you want your bronze statue to be then, Kim? As tribute. Um, uh, as tribute, well, uh, at this point, Puerto Rico, because I love Puerto Rico. So. <laughs> oh my God. I love you girls so much. Thank you so much for coming on and taking the time to just talk about these super hard issues and move the conversation forward. Once again, all your guys' information is down in the show notes. If you would like to connect with Kim and Abigail and until next time, have a great week. Thank you so much again for joining us here on Choices. You can go ahead and leave a five-star review because we're all friends here. But if you really want to move the conversation forward, please connect with us on our social media accounts, which you can find the links below. Have a beautiful week and we'll see you next time here on Choices.